let's do the thing. Ah. Regardless if it makes sense within the context of the podcast, I think that needs to be the title. Hashtag yes, all Romanians. Yes. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> You'll be like, what does that mean? It means yes, all Romanians. Yes, all of them. Every single I'm one. A, I am a Romanianist. What does that mean? Are you for or against Romanians? <laughs> I'm not going to go any further down <laughs> this path. Are you anti-Romanian? Welcome to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. You anti-Draculite? <laughs> I'm, I'm an anti-Draculite. I feel Draculas are a bad thing. <laughs> Hashtag not all Draculas. I'm going to, like, get a career in politics going just so, like, I can, like, fight my way up and run for president. And at the debate, I could be like, I want the American people to know I'm on a strong anti-Dracula stance. You're going to get, like, all those people who, like, call themselves vampires. Like, the people who have, like, the blood fetishes and stuff. And yeah. they're they're going to be, be pissed about that. The question is, would I get more or fewer votes for taking a strong anti-Dracula stance? <laughs> I think, like, the blood fetish like... people would be pissed about it, so they wouldn't vote for you, and then the other people would just think you're bonkers. <laughs> you bring Look, I know, I know it's very important that we take the time in this debate to discuss the importance of education and taxes and how our taxes fund those educations, but if I could take a moment and just discuss the Dracula threat in our nation. It's a serious concern. It's a serious concern, the Dracula threat in our nation. Uh, what with the transfer of blood-based diseases, uh, and, uh, the babies? Won't anybody think of the babies that the Draculas are getting? They steal them right out of their cribs at night. Right out of their cribs at night. You don't even hear them do it, because they're Draculas. Welcome to the podcast. If you're still listening, hey, everybody. Are the new listeners gone yet? Hey, February, we got uh, twice as many downloads as we had any month before, so thanks, everybody. So that's like four. Yeah! Tarv just got a new computer is all it is. <laughs> he listened to it on his computer and iPhone. Mmm, Mountain Dew. Mmm. Mmm. If you've listened to the podcast and, and uh, the Mortal Kombat tournament, which we're going to discuss later on tonight, You've probably noticed that I seem to have basically a just continuous stream of Mountain Dew running through my body. You would be correct. He just pumps it intravenously. There's an IV running from my arm to the fridge. And, uh, it's just it's just a giant boiling vat of Mountain Dew. It's just a, just a keg of Mountain Dew. Just right into the bloodstream, man. How have you been, Mike? It goes back to the Draculas. Mountain Dew Draculas. Back to the Draculas. I'm a, I'm a Ducula. Ducula. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe, maybe <laughs> not a Dukula. Dukula. Count Dukula. I want to do the do. That's better than what I was thinking he does. How have you been, Mike? Uh, as I said before the, we started recording, I, I get over one sick and I catch another one because kids are brats and I hate them. I'm on a, I'm on an anti-Dracula stance and you're on an anti-kid stance? Yeah. Does that put you on a pro-Dracula stance if the Draculas take the kids? Hey, Draculas can have all the kids as long as they stop making me sick. Oh, uh, we're going to stop talking about Draculas now. I don't think we I, should. Dracula cast. I, Dracula cast, I have been playing Dark Souls for like three days straight. Does that have anything to do with Draculas? 
I killed some, uh, I, I may have killed some Draculas. There's a lot of monsters in there. I would believe some of them eat blood. A lot of them go for the neck. Well, I mean, zombies go for the neck, but that doesn't mean they're Draculas. Um, I haven't, I haven't hit a proper Dracula, per se, but I've killed just about everything else you could think of in the world, including a smoking hot chick with a spider butt. Well, that's not good. She was smoking hot, you know, until you hit the torso and it was like, spider butts. Spider women need love, too. Where would you love this woman? Spider butt. Spider butt. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I've, I've been doing that for three days straight. I put it in spied her butt. God damn it. Uh, uh, Podcast uh, over. Uh, I knew that'd do it. Mike's like, finally! Uh, I got some work to do, so, so can it, we just wrap only, this shit up? Oh. It only took three years. Well, everybody would react if there was just like 40 minutes of silence after this. <laughs> just, Tar would be like, are they coming back? Can we find some like elevator music to play for the next hour? Um, I have a copy of Pebble Beach Golf Links on Genesis, and it had some pretty cool, like, menu music that was kind of like elevator music. There you go. Do, 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 do. That's too peppy. Do, 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 Played the shit out of that game as a kid. I probably played that for three days straight. I'm just gonna let him keep going. I probably played that for, like, three days straight as a kid. Uh, and, I mean, that's all I've been doing, because, you know, I barely work. I know, you have, like, a job that allows you to stay at home. I wish I had one of those. Fun, fun fact, I normally, you know, I normally work, like, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. I got rid of the Thursday night shift, and I'm going to work Friday morning instead, and then I got rid of the Sunday night shift. So I'm technically, he's working two days this week. Bastard. I about to have a nervous breakdown from working there, so I, I was like, I need some time away. From stupid people I work with, and stupid people who are customers... Yeah, all customers are awful. Customers are awful. Uh, the store that coined the phrase, the customers are always right, there's a reason they're out of business. <laughs> are they? Uh, that's my understanding, is that they uh, they came up with that mod. I, uh, there's something about, I can't remember, it's some store in Britain. There's something about that phrase, like the store that came up with it was like, we didn't mean it like that. <laughs> we didn't mean you could be assholes. <laughs> we didn't mean you could be a dick and then just go, but I'm a customer. Yeah, also like when the... They wrote that uh, you have the right to bear arms. It did not mean you can form a small arsenal in your basement. Oh, God. So, uh, I, I'm trying to figure out where we should start. There was a new Avengers trailer that hit today. Uh, I know you don't give a shit about that. I watched it. Did you Did you enjoy it? I, I saw it. Did you watch the teaser for the trailer? I didn't watch that. I'm over the teaser for trailers thing. I am not thing. going to watch a commercial for the commercial for the movie. That's too far. Uh, guys, that's too much. Knock that shit off. Um. Oh, we haven't done a... We haven't... Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away since we last recorded a podcast. When did he pass away? I, uh, I know he I did, did, but... Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm not shocked um, that he did. I was just like, I forgot what day it was. Uh, fr- Friday morning, and spoiler alert, we don't actually record these Friday morning before 9 a.m. Yeah, in case you haven't caught on to the many times that we've been like, today, oh, I mean case, shit, last Wednesday. Uh, in case you still haven't looked at the man behind the curtain. Uh, no, I, Leonard Nimoy passed away, and uh, my initial reaction when I read that was, that really sucks. And then I read his obituary, and I was like, no, he pretty much did everything you could do. Uh, he had a good run. Yeah, I, I kind of... It's like, I wasn't happy that he died, but at the same time, it's like, he led a very full and interesting life. I can't really feel 
sad yeah. about him dying. Um, may- maybe a lot of that is I-, I won't sit here and try to pretend I grew up on classic Star Trek. I always thought it was kind of dull growing up. It wasn't until very recently that I was able to appreciate classic Star Trek. I still have not reached that point. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and watched a couple old episodes like, Jesus Christ, how did this, like, spawn this empire that Star Trek has become? This is so bad. They didn't have the internet back then. I, yeah. <laughs> but still, it's like, how did that show, that ran for what, three seasons? Three seasons, failed miserably. Uh, syndication is where it caught on, and it just found a very small, dedicated fan base in, fan base in syndication, and it went from there. Yeah, it's like, how did that show then, like, 20 years later, spawn Next Generation and Voyager and all the other crap that it did, and then the movie... Yeah. Oh, the movie. The movie franchise. I I grew up on Next Generation. That was what I watched growing up. Um... I don't, did you ever watch it growing up? I don't know. I never really got into Star Trek. I tried a couple times just because I had friends who were really into it, but it, it yeah. never grabbed me. I didn't like the, uh, hey, there's a problem, let's talk about the problem instead of solving it. <laughs> I'm going to stand here and give you three reasons why this problem should be resolved right now. Oh, like, and we're done. All right, back to the neutral zone. No, we should be spending this time solving the problem. <laughs> um, why are you not yeah. solving the problem? <laughs> yeah, I... I watched it sporadically growing up. I remember being very excited for the series finale and watching that. Because um, at the time, I, it didn't register with me. Like, series finale means it's done, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be big. Oh, it's 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 over? They were making a very big deal about this one episode. I should watch it. Oh, because they have no more episodes after this. Uh, I remember watching all that. My dad was a big Star Trek fan briefly there when I was a kid. I uh, Deep Space Nine, I remember watching the premiere of that. I never got into classic Star Trek as a kid. So, I can't sit here and say Leonard Nimoy was my childhood or anything. But, it sucks. It does suck. And, I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I watched growing up that he was a part of, voice acting and whatnot. But, yeah, I can't, uh, I I don't have the super fanatical, like, I'm gonna miss Spock type of... (laughs) Uh, we'll, We'll always have that reaction when Zachary Canto passes away. He is not my Spock. <laughs> he's he's not my Spock. goddammit. it! Yeah, my favorite thing about Star Trek, uh, including like the new movies, is watching them with my father, who apparently is a huge Trekkie. Does he lose his shit when he watches the new movies? No, he he really really liked the first one, which is interesting because the first one was closer to a Star Wars movie than a Star Trek movie. But I, he he dug sort of the the references to old Trek. Yeah, that's what he grew up with. And uh, and then he could also appreciate that they were pr- producing it for a new audience. Uh, and then we went and saw what was the the second one, Edge of Darkness. In the dark, in the darkness, in the darkness. And uh, he came out of that going, "Wow, I thought we were going to see a new movie, not a remake of Wrath of Khan." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so, yeah, but uh, like he he loves him some Trek, and uh, so he I I enjoy watching the the new movies with him just to see his reactions to the references. I can't, I can't remember what it was. We talked about it. We did a whole Into Darkness podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. Wanna... We talked about it for, like, two hours. Yeah, if you want to go back and watch it, I remember there was, like, two or three, like, glaring plot holes I found and it went, what? Well, there was, like, the one where, uh, the, what's his name? The big, the big heel. Uh, Con? Not Con. The, the real heel. Yeah, Robocop. Yeah. That uh, he like had a model of his big motherfucker yeah. Enterprise like sitting right on his desk. 
What's that? Oh, nothing. Don't look at that. It's like it was, it was a gonna... super secret project, and he had it like just sitting out blueprints and everything right in front of everybody. He's just like, Mr. Spock, look out the window, and tries to stick it in the cupboard very quickly. Whoa. He, like, if it someone's looking out of the window of a Star Destroyer going, what's that? And Vader just stands in front of the Death Star like nothing. <laughs> what are you building out there? Nothing? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Look over there, a distraction. What What was always interesting to me was, uh, you, you saw the motion picture, right? The very first Star Trek movie they did? Oh, yeah. The one that Kevin Smith best described as just having like a 30-minute just glory shot of the Enterprise, just jacking off the designer. Well, yeah. Because I'd never seen it. I can like understand that. why they did it, but at the same yeah, they, time, yeah, that scene is fucking long. That is a movie, the first one that I was I I watched it the first time a a few months before the reboot came out. Because mm-hmm. again, I didn't grow up on Star Trek. Really, I watched. Uh, I think I saw Star Trek six and then the Next Generation movies, and that was it. So I was like, I'm gonna watch all the old ones before the new one comes out, and I'm gonna start with the first one, and this is gonna be awesome. And about 40 minutes in, I was like, What the fuck <laughs> have I done? This is this is bad. It's not bad. It's just an actual like Star Trek movie. It's the closest thing to the series you're gonna get, and by that I mean it's like three hours of everybody standing around having a debate about how to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It it's that first one like. <laughs> Also, also, everybody's got moose knuckles. Those <laughs> costumes were not well thought out, man. For a long time, like for 20 years, I think, uh, the only Star Trek movie I had seen was uh, uh, Search for Spock. That's not a bad one. And only because it was, it was on TV all the fucking time. I don't right. know why they never played Wrath of Khan. I can kind of see now why they never played motion picture, but... I always saw uh, Voyage Home. That was one they always played when I was growing up. USA showed that thing like fucking three times a month. I remember seeing pieces of that, but never actually watching it all the way through. So, but yeah, and then uh, after seeing the the reboot, I was like, you know what? I I should go back and watch like the original movies. And yeah, that first one, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like a lot of good concepts in it, but that yeah. yeah, a lot of them also just chatting about these concepts. You could probably go through and tighten that movie into a solid, like, I'm going to say hour 50 and come out with a really good movie. Yeah. Um, God, how long is that movie? I feel like it's three hours long. <laughs> at, at least two and a half, as I as I quickly wiki. Um, yeah, I remember vaguely watching uh, Star Trek VI uh, as a kid. Oh, God, it's barely, it's just over two hours long. <laughs> to be fair, though... It feels like three minutes of that is that that sweeping shot around the Enterprise. If you just had Scotty go, look, the Enterprise, and then cut to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a solid like hour and a half. Have like a double size, a two parter, two part Star Trek episode. (laughs) Instead of look, the Enterprise. We're going to play the entire theme song in slow motion. And then it like starts to wind down and you're like, that was do. Oh, oh, we're going again. Oh, 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 well, you know, it looked good. I could deal with. Okay, yeah, that was do do. God damn it. Yeah. So. So Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was great in all six movies. I don't care what you say. Oh my god. Uh, before we get into Mortal Kombat, let's knock this out. Let's talk a little wrestling real quick. Let's talk a little wrestling. I know I was supposed to like come up with a list of names to throw at you, but I did not. So we're not playing that game this week. Oh, that game! I already forgot about that game. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, what game? I didn't. 
What? I didn't propose a game last week that I dropped the ball on this week. That's not what? even a thing that happened. What? Yeah. Next week. Uh, so, Raw happened this week. Maybe not even That's next about... week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe never. One day, like, 30 years from now, we're not even going to be doing a podcast. We're just going to run into each other in public, and you're going to be like, Hey, who are the Road Warriors? Like, what? Mad Max? It was an alright movie. No, you... You'll be like, who? And then we, ha, I get to stay in front of you. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> ah, victory is um, mine. What a sad victory. <laughs> oh, that's my problem. I tried to pull up results for March 2nd by typing in February 2nd. <laughs> I was like, why is Triple H cutting a promo on the Super Bowl last week? To be fair, you uh, really can't tell the difference. It's like, what show was I would have gone, Triple H came out and cut a promo? I would have seriously gone for like uh, half the show before I went, this isn't the right results. Yeah. Um, the show opens up with Seth Rollins. He's got a thing going on with Jon Stewart right now from The Daily Show. Yeah. Uh, which, Jon Stewart wasn't terrible. Uh, he was, as far as guest hosts go, he was obviously a fan. They, you see him at tapings all the time. They cut the camera. They go, look, it's Jon Stewart. And he's there, like, wearing a hat with, like, kids or something. And he's like, no, stop. Fuck, I don't care. I hope they're his kids. That'd be awkward. No, he I could explain why he didn't want to be on camera. He did a thing on The Daily Show about uh, some sort of, like, something that's fucking with America. And uh, said something about, we need to send Jack Swagger into fight yeah. Vladimir Putin. But no, because Alexander Russo would stand in his way. And, <laughs> or something like that. It was some... Yeah. Some big thing going on when they had a feud going. Yeah, he did that. He's been talking shit about Rollins a little bit. And uh, Rollins showed up at the day of the show and was like, come out to Raw. And uh, Stewart agreed to show up, uh, which happened, of course, at around the 10 o'clock hour. So we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, Rollins says he's going to host his own daily show, uh, which was just Rollins being an asshole in front of a desk. So it was good. Uh, next up, Dean Ambrose versus Bad News Barrett again. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really glad that they have a feud going for the Intercontinental title. I really hate that it's at the cost of Bad News Barrett because he looks like a fucking idiot having the entire roster just play Hot Potato with his title belt for weeks on end. Yeah, hasn't, like, uh, R-Truth has stolen it, Dean Ambrose has stolen it, hasn't Ziggler stolen it? Uh, Ambrose, Am- Ambrose? 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 Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose stole the belt. Ambrose stole the belt. Suck and then... Uh, on SmackDown, Truth stole it. He had it for a week, and then uh, Truth showed up on Raw, and Ambrose was like, I want that belt back. And Truth was like, here, have it. And, what? <laughs> this is literally in a backstage segment. He just goes, here. Like, yeah, I didn't really And leaves. Anyway. Yeah, and Truth's like, oh, man, four people feuding for the title. Oh, or no, he says, two title changes on Monday Night Raw. We're hot. <laughs> what was that? Did something just beep at you? No. Something just beeped at me. Yay, high-quality radio! Um, uh, We're we're still recording audio, so who cares? Uh, This leads to uh, Ambrose versus Barrett. Uh, Dean Ambrose manages to win. Uh, Truth steals the belt, which is taken by... Guess who? Just guess who takes the belt. But after Truth steals it? Yeah. It was... Didn't I say Ziggler? No. Uh, Ziggler stole it earlier. Just guess. Brian. Luke Harper. Luke Harper. That's right. I remember reading the results and being like, God damn, they're sticking like six people into this feud. Uh, there's talk it's going to be a six-man uh, match for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Uh, currently confirmed for an Ambrose, Harper, Barrett, and uh, Truth. Truth. But yeah, they're they're going to stick Ziggler and Brian in there. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor that they would possibly stick... Uh, 
Goldust and Stardust in there, which I assume they would do if they went, oh my god, that match at Fastlane was terrible. Just put them in there, and we will just pretend it didn't happen. Uh, The Miz uh, premieres a commercial that he filmed. It's a Viagra parody commercial. Just gonna stop, just gonna walk away after that one. There's something topical. (laughs) Guess Guess what the product was called? Oh, I I remember reading it. Niagara. Niagara, that's right. We're... It's like they said, we don't want to get sued. We have to change one letter in the word, and somebody just went, Niagara? Yeah, they're going to Mad Magazine it. <laughs> they're like, that sounds familiar, but I don't know where I've heard that from before. It's a waterfalls, and you shouldn't go chasing waterfalls. Thank you, T-Boss. <laughs> Uh, next up, Natalia Cesario and Kid versus Naomi and the Usos. Naomi wins with a roll-up. Uh, Natalia gets upset and yells at Kid because uh, there was some shenanigans. I, yeah, scrolling on. Uh, <laughs> your main event tonight, Reigns versus Rollins. John Cena's WrestleMania future will be announced, according to Cole. Uh, Cena comes out and cuts a promo, and he's like, I lost to Rusev. Rusev won't accept a rematch, so I'm going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. And then Stephanie comes out and she goes, the fuck you are. Wouldn't it be rad if they actually had a WrestleMania without John Cena? Like, just to test it out. <laughs> <laughs> just just see what happens. Uh, Steph comes out and says the only way that uh, uh, Cena's going to get a rematch with Rusev is if he can convince Rusev to say yes. Um, at which point, my current hero in the company, Curtis Axel, comes out. Did you did you see his Axelmania promo he cut when he came out? I'm going to be completely honest and say that I have not watched any wrestling. <laughs> I'm not either. I turned around and I saw this promo and I said that was pretty cool. And then they said John Cena versus Curtis Axel and I turned right back around. I was like, well, Cena wins. Uh, no, he comes out. He says he's been at the Royal Rumble match for uh, like 26 days now. He's the longest competitor in Rumble history. Often imitated, never eliminated, Axelmania is running wild. Uh, and then when Steph announces that uh, Cena's going to face Curtis Axel, Curtis grabs a mic and he says, What you going to do when Axelmania runs wild over you? And then gets his ass kicked. So I'm glad that they put him back down in NXT to repackage himself for that week. Right? He was like, hey, I'm back in NXT because I, I went off track for a little while, but now I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back. And then they did this shit. Uh, Rusev comes out, and, uh, Steph's, uh, or Cena's like, will we have a rematch? And Rusev goes, no, and then the Russian flag drops down, and Rusev's music hits while Cena stares at it. Great TV. Wondering why, uh, Rusev has the Italian flag. <laughs> That's wrong country. That's a joke about John Cena being stupid. I know a flag is. <laughs> Triple H comes out, cuts a promo about his confrontation with Sting, because we'd gone a whole hour without hearing from Triple H, so he had to come out and eat up 30 minutes of screen time. Uh, Booker he, he pulls Booker T into the ring and talks about Booker T being a part of WCW, and Booker says some stuff, and Triple H goes, well, Book, you're fired. And Booker T gets out of the ring and slowly walks out and gets about halfway up the ramp, and Triple H goes, nah, just kidding. Dastardly heel. Dastardly heel. Made us sit there for 10 extra minutes while Triple H was on camera, and then went, nah. Never mind. Uh, Paige versus Nikki Bella comes up next for the Divas title match. Mike's girlfriend returns to the company, surprisingly. Yeah, didn't figure AJ would ever be seen on WWE TV. uh, uh, AJ and Paige are friends again, evidently. uh, Setting up for uh, AJ and Paige versus the Bellas at WrestleMania, most likely. 
Because we're going to give Divas a chance by throwing them into a multi-woman match that uh, will probably be yeah. five minutes. We gave you all a chance. All right, you have two minutes. That should be like 30 seconds each, right? Hit your finishers. Have a good night, ladies. Yeah. Oh, wait, AJ. No, you can't get in the ring. Don't tag her in. Because we're still <sighs> we're, we're suing your husband. We're still pissed at your husband. All right, you three ladies get 40 seconds. You just stand at the ring and look really concerned. That was the thing that, like, as I was reading the results for this, I saw another headline that was like, oh, there's apparently major backstage heat on AJ for the tweets she sent to Stephanie McMahon. I'm like, let's be real. She's had heat ever since she said I do to CM Punk. Oh, man. I can't imagine how awkward that must be for everyone involved. Especially now that there's a lawsuit. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, Hunter. Yeah, thanks for suing my husband. It's great. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Screwhead that gave him a staph infection. Yeah. Oh, so this leads to uh, The Daily Show with Seth Rollins. Rollins cuts a promo, calls Jon Stewart out. Jon Stewart comes out and does his own little promo, which is actually pretty good because, as I mentioned, he's he's clearly a fan. He clearly knows the product. And most importantly, he puts over the fact that Seth Rollins would just beat the shit out of him in a fair fight. Uh, Orton comes out and distracts Rollins before he can beat up Stewart. Jon Stewart kicks Seth Rollins in the balls and runs away. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Leading to Luke Harper versus Daniel Bryan. Don't don't pause to wait for a reaction from me, cause yeah, cause you don't give a shit, uh, Brian. Uh, it's weird when Harper. I started this job and I knew I wouldn't be able to watch Raw as often as I used to. I thought I would really miss it. Nothing happens anymore. And yeah, yeah. It's like I read the results and I'm like, wow, okay, so I I saved myself three hours. Yeah, uh, that's not a good policy to have. WWE. No, step up your game, WWE. Um, yeah, uh, Brian wins with a yes luck, at which point Barrett comes out to try to get his belt back from Harper. Uh, he gets it and he goes to leave, but Ambrose comes out of the ramp, beats the shit out of him. Uh, and then, uh, our truth comes out of nowhere and he grabs the belt, but Harper stops truth. And then Ziggler comes out and Ziggler steals the title and looks up at the WrestleMania sign with Brian. And this thing is a clusterfuck. Why can't they just announce a tournament for the damn championship or something instead of making everyone look like an idiot for trying to steal the belt? Especially when it clearly has no meaning because they still announce Barrett as the champion. But, let's see, yeah, why why even steal the belt when it's like, that doesn't make you champion. <laughs> if You don't get a bonus, you just get a potential felony theft charge. Yeah, if the whole idea, let, let, let's think of this as an actual sport is that you win championships because there's, like, more money when you're holding a belt, but you're not going to get the more money when you stole the belt. So what's the point? The point is raw. I mean, I could sort of understand Ambrose doing it the first time just because he's nutty and he's trying to fuck with Barrett, but then to yeah. have everyone else come in and start playing hot potato yeah. with it, as you said, it's like, no, that... Has everyone lost their minds? Is everyone Ambrose yeah, Zig now? Ziggler should know better. Brian shouldn't give a shit. Brian's not chasing the Intercontinental Championship. Like, hey, remember how, like, two weeks ago you were in a match for the number one contendership of the World Championship? I want that one. It's white. It looks better after Labor Day. <laughs> Bree said it would pair better with more of my shirts. His lumberjack shirts? His lumberjack shirts. Um, You're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day, Chris. Oh. The Intercontinental Champion should just leave until, like, January 1st, <laughs> after Labor Day. You should be like, bye. Uh, Paul Heyman cut, comes out and cuts a promo uh, about Brock Lesnar. Of course. 
Because Brock is still mad at Vince. Because Brock's still mad at Vince. Uh, Brock is scheduled to be on Raw this week, and by all accounts will be. Uh, the way Vince, they, still nobody has confirmed what happened to piss off uh, Brock Lesnar at Raw. Uh, but it's been said that it's not been cleared up yet, and everybody's still angry at each other, but Vince is like, Brock Lesnar won't violate his contract. And then I think to myself, boy, how great would it be if he did? Well, yeah, it's like, but I think that, like, the the dates that they have set up for him leading into WrestleMania, because they said that they had almost run through all of his dates... Yeah. So they would pay him like a bonus to show up at at extra shows that wouldn't count against his his like obligated appearances. Right. But I think WrestleMania is one that he's like obligated to be at. Yeah. So I I think that whether he shows up on Monday or whether he showed up on the last two weeks that he no showed, those are extras. So they really can't punish him for that. Right. But at WrestleMania, if he does skip out, then he'll have a lawsuit on his hands. Still no, uh, as I mentioned, still no confirmation about what's got him so pissed off. Uh, I'm still kind of leaning towards my theory that it has something to do with the network royalty checks. That seems like the most plausible one. The, uh, the whole, the, like, Roman Reigns failed a drug test and Brock feels that it's unsafe to work with him or whatever the fuck that was, that, yeah, that all smells like bullshit. Yeah, um, if him, I, given that it's been so long we haven't heard anything else about that, I, I'm definitely agreeing with you. But who knows? It's like you said when you posted on Twitter. That's not a grain of salt. That's a whole salt lick. Yeah, yeah. Which always makes me want to go play The Walking Dead because I think of Clementine with that salt lick. <laughs> Did you play The Walking Dead? Do you know the scene I'm talking about? No, I only played the first chapter of it. What they're on the? It's in the. It's in the, it's in the first chapter, I think. No, it's in the second chapter. Never mind. I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. They're in the. They're at the farm. There's all the cows there and. Uh, the salt lake's there for the cows, and she's like, Lee, it's a salt lake. It's like a big salt that the cows, a big thing of salt that the cows lick. And he's like, Clementine, did you lick the salt lick? And she goes, no. Maybe I did play that one, because I remember the farm. Yeah. Well, there were two farms they were at in the series. Oh, okay. Was that the green farm? Uh, no, this is a different farm. Okay. This is a farm of cannibals that they had to kill. Ah, okay, yeah. Well, you, you optionally had to kill. Uh, one of them you could let live to set a good example for Clementine. <laughs> She just killed his ass. Um, no, the good example Rowan, is that uh, you don't let people live who are going to eat you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we kill them, we'd have to kill them twice, and that would take extra bullets. Not if you just hit him in the head. Mike is the frugal one in the zombie apocalypse. I just hit everybody in the head. Alive, zombie, whatever. I'm going to make sure I kill you once. Draculas? Well, I guess a, a headshot wouldn't kill the Draculas. What if it was a like garlic and holy water bullet? I think that would still only... It would annoy them. <laughs> I imagine you, like, tackling a Dracula with, like, a Scooby-Doo level kind of plot. Like, here, I eat this breadstick, Mr. Dracula. Whoa, <laughs> extra garlic! Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> garlic bread. <laughs> You're mildly annoyed. Oh, God, my throat. Um, <laughs> uh, Reigns versus Seth Rollins happens next, but not before they advertise that next week Wiz Khalifa is going to perform on Raw. Yeah, you know how, like, the biggest show of the year is coming up? Get Wiz Khalifa out of here quick. Maybe we should dedicate a segment of our TV show to Wiz Khalifa instead of promoting the biggest show of the year. Well, following interference from the Stooges and Randy Orton, Seth Rollins wins. Uh, yeah. And then Big Show comes out and Kane comes out and the show ends exactly the same way it has for the past three months. 
With Roman looking strong. You gotta make Roman look strong. Roman look strong. Gotta make Roman look strong. Mike? You're gonna you're gonna beat him, but make him look strong. Did, Mike, did you make Roman look strong? I did. Make Roman look strong. Every time I draw Roman Reigns fan art, I put in extra muscles. Make Roman look strong. Make him look strong. He's gotta have like three six packs. He does. He's gotta look like he's gotta have more six packs than a frat boy before finals. He has a fourteen pack. A fourteen pack? Three six packs would be more. Do the math, Mike. That'd be eighteen. <laughs> did you Did you have to like take your socks off? No, your toes I didn't take you? my socks off no. and count my toes. I did it in my brains. <laughs> Just takes me a while because I'm not good at math. Oh You're like twelve plus six. But but Mike, math is everywhere. Math is everywhere. That's bullshit. I no. <laughs> People were like, you're going to use math the rest of your life. I couldn't tell you the last time I used geometry. I guess I guess you can't make that argument. As an artist, you use geometry constantly. And sort of. <laughs> free, free. Uh, if you're wondering what happened on SmackDown this week, the answer is nothing of note. Uh, AJ Lee took on Brie Bella. There was another Seamus vignette. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, yeah. So glad we're getting that uh, Brian Sheamus match at WrestleMania that we've been promised for, like, five years. <laughs> oh, yeah, Curtis Axel, by the way, he did this on Raw, too, I believe. And he did this on SmackDown. I completely forgot about this. Uh, he has announced that he's chasing the United States title from Rusev, putting him directly in contention with Cena. Ah. Oh, are we going to have a three-way for the U.S. title? Cena, Axel, and Rusev. Yes. The match nobody gave a shit about. <laughs> Here's three guys oh that aren't doing a God. goddamn thing on Sunday. Why don't we put them all in a match for the U.S. title? Could you could you imagine this scenario where Rusev keeps his undefeated streak intact because Curtis Axel pins John Cena for the U.S. title? That would be great. That would be amazing. I'm on board with that. We get the belt off Rusev while keeping him undefeated. Cena looks like shit and Curtis Axel gets a title. Yep. Perfect. Do it. Book it. Oh, my God. So that's where let's let's briefly talk Mortal Kombat. Briefly, how long we briefly? Going? We can go forty minutes. Not even forty minutes, because yeah. that's as long not as even forty minutes. Going. We've been going well about forty minutes. About forty minutes. Shh, you're ruining the illusion, Mike. <laughs> we hit record every time we talk. Yeah, just as soon as the call starts, we hit record. We don't have like a little bit of banter beforehand. Yeah, there's not like a hey, are your pants on and you're not watching porn right now? Bit of banter. Because our pants are always off and we're always watching porn. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I stopped the call, stopped the recording, pants off, porn on. Mm-hmm. I can edit this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to make the, the poot sound? <laughs> I can edit this tomorrow. <laughs> oh, mm, spider ladies. Um, spider ladies. Oh, Draculas. No, no, no Draculas. Only spider ladies. Oh. <laughs> you can you can tell it's an off week. It's a very strange week. <laughs> this is definitely an off week. Uh, but it's kind of hard here... to have a podcast when it's like, "Hey, did you watch wrestling?" Nope, nope. It's funny because two months ago when we were talking about what we were going to do with the podcast of the new year, Michael's one who was like, "We'll just like make it basically a wrestling podcast," and then we both stopped watching wrestling. Yeah. Well, then I got a job that didn't allow me to watch <laughs> wrestling and. And you don't give enough of a fuck to keep watching the show because it's garbage. Even, even you're like, well, I'm going to watch wrestling now. Look at the results and go, 
eh, I got other stuff to do. Yeah, if I'm at because I'm at work when the show happens, so I always check the results, and then it's like, yeah, that's three hours I didn't have to waste watching the show. Like Monday, I was like, I'm gonna give Raw 45 minutes before I go back to Dark Souls, and it took 20. I was like, nope, don't care. <laughs> if I hear somebody who I likes theme music, I'll turn around. But other than that, done. I um, made the poop sound again. <laughs> Are you jerking off to Dark Souls? <laughs> You can't do that. You'll die. Uh, just imagining, like, because I'm playing co-op with my cousin, I'm just imagining how awkward that would be. What happened? I was masturbating. Couldn't get my shield up. Didn't have that hand free. You are from the south. It wouldn't be that weird. Anyways. <laughs> uh, we at least can be off on the podcast, because after the podcast, for at least a few weeks, we're not recording anything, because the Mortal Kombat tournament is done. <sighs> I wish we had gone for nine more episodes, though. Why? Well, because then I would tell people about the tournament, and they'd say, how long did it last? And I would say, Mike and I did 36 episodes of Mortal Kombat. And they'd say, 36? That's ridiculous. And I'd say, well, Mike counted as pilot, so 37? You wanted to go nine more episodes just to make a weird clerk's reference. You popped. I heard it. It wasn't a pop. It was a... It's not a pop. (laughs) It means you pop too much. Anyways... (laughs) Uh, the tournament is over. Uh, tournament is yeah. over. I don't it miss went, it. <laughs> it, yeah. it was fun, but it's done, and I'm glad, because it went about three months longer than expected. Even Matt, I saw Matt this last weekend, and uh, he was like, who won? And I was like, so you, you haven't like watched the episode? And he was like, you guys lost me midway through. I haven't watched any of them. <laughs> That's why you can go watch the best of the Mortal Kombat tournament at youtube.com slash jcbaggy. I couldn't even be mad at him. Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you start listening about episode, like, 16, 17, let's be honest, 12, 13, we lose ourselves. Yeah. When every episode starts with, what are the scores at? Well, Wait, as we oops. just showed, neither one of us can really do math. Well, as the, that epi- as the episode showed, neither one of us can really do math. Yeah, there's that too. Because I went through and watched all of them because I'm a horrible human being who likes to torture himself. And for, like, half the tournament, those scores are always wrong and different. (laughs) Going through, like, at one point I give myself an extra point, and I'm like, that's some bullshit. And then three three, uh, matches later, I forget to give myself a point, and I'm like, it balanced out, but what the fuck, Chris? So you cheated, is what you're saying. No, no, no. You gave yourself extra points. We did accidentally give Mike 40 extra points at one point in the tournament. But it didn't matter because I lost by 40 points. Yeah. Which which is funny because there's so many of those, like, last... I think, like, the last two or three episodes entirely where we're like, oh, my God, we're tied up. This is so clutch. And we weren't. Yeah. It was still close. It was still close. Based on the scores that we, we decided were official. <laughs> yeah. I even put it in. I was like, we found out the scores were wrong. We don't care. Mm-mm. Hopefully in the next one we will have a better system that will also uh, not take Yeah, I've I've been thinking about ways months. I've been thinking about ways to do it next time. Uh Mike and I will get together on that off podcast and not bore you with the logistics of us trying to plan a tournament. But it will not be six six months of Mortal Kombat next time. It'll be trim and to the point and I will probably lose terribly. Yeah, because I'm not doing a goddamn score swap again. If you have a bad night, you're <laughs> fucked. Um, 
No, I enjoyed it, though. It was fun playing Mortal Kombat for six months. I just wish we didn't have to do all that math with it. Yeah, if it was just um, the game. If our executive producer had kept up with things like he did for the first seven or eight episodes, it would have been great. Yeah, that's bad when the executive producer goes, yeah, about midway through, I stopped caring. Yeah, I, I stopped watching. That's like if George Lucas said, eh, I'm not watching the new Star Wars. Well, well, he can watch it. He just, <laughs> just don't make just, it. He's not keeping scores. Who's winning? Rebel? Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. George, the scores are off. I haven't been watching for three months. <laughs> now I'm thinking, too, about all the times we tweeted Matt, like, hey, can you check the scores? And he obviously just ignored us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, fuck that. Uh, God, I get the feeling God. he does that to me for reasons that aren't even Mortal Kombat related. God damn it. Matt, you and your wife... And your whole married thing, settling down, not having time to watch Mortal Kombat episodes. It's not cool, brother. He has time. He just doesn't want to dedicate any of it to Mortal Kombat. Mike and I were dedicated. We were so dedicated. So dedicated dedicated. that my episodes have not gone up. (laughs) You need to watch them on Chris's channel because I have not bothered to put them up. So dedicated that Mike is like, yeah, I'm not going to finish that. (laughs) I'll do it eventually. I just have other shit on my plate right now. Uh, with, with that being said, with the story trailer being released, I did go back and watch all the combat casts. Let's let's point this out real quick. Last week, Mike and I were talking on Twitter about how <laughs> we wanted there to be some surprise characters that we didn't know about. And Mike was like, well, they release one character a week, and there will still be like seven or eight characters that we don't know about when the game launches. And not even ten hours later, they reveal five characters. Yeah. It was like I had heard it rumored. Well, the uh, the character select screen that they've been showing has 24 slots on it. Right. And I've heard rumored anywhere between that 24 and 30 characters. And so I kind of looked at my calendar and was like, yeah, if they do one a week uh, up until launch, then we'll still have like five or six slots open that we don't know about. But uh, yeah, then the next day, five characters in one go. Possibly more. Possibly more. There was like seven characters that showed up in that trailer, but according to Ed Boon, only five of them are character reveals. Of course, Ed Boon does like to fuck with people. Ed Boon likes to lie. Ed Boon the liar. Well, he never really lies. He just stretches the truth. Because he could say like, hey, there's going to be five character reveals in there, and there are five, plus a couple. <laughs> like, So it's not a lie, it's just not the entire we didn't truth. Say there, we didn't say there were only five reveals in that trailer. Exactly. Uh, so the uh the characters we know so far right now, uh, I meant to pull up a list. Shit. Uh, oh, they also announced the mobile version of Mortal Kombat X in case you really hate yourself and want to break an iPad, <laughs> which uh, I can't imagine being fun. The problem with I have with that though is that they've said that there's going to be unlockables on the mobile version that's not available in the like console version. Well. That'll just... They did something like that with Injustice. It was just, like, cards and stupid bullshit. Well, Boone was saying that, like, the unlockables in the mobile version will be able to, like, trade over into the console version. Yeah, that's what they did with Injustice. I'm I'm hoping it's not, like, characters or actual actual content. So, uh, the characters we have... uh, It's like concept art or something, then I don't give a fuck, but... The characters we have confirmed so far, uh, returning characters from prior games, uh, Ermac, Goro, who will be a pre-ordered DLC. I hope you pre-ordered. I pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick Mike's and Matt's asses, Goro. No, you're not, because we have Goro too. <laughs> 
That sounds like the most terrible match I've ever watched. Uh, Kano, Katana, Kung Lao, Quan Chi, Raiden, Reptile, Scorpion, and Sub-Zero. New characters, we have Cassie Cage, Devora, Farrah Tor. Uh, Jacqueline Briggs is probably going to be one of them. Uh, uh, Kotal Khan, Kung Jin, who I think looked really fun. I like the idea of having an archer in Mortal Kombat. Because we haven't had one of those before, Nightwolf. <laughs> no, I mean, you know... Like a dedicated archer, like Nightwolf just happens to have a bow because he's a spiritual Indian guy, and because he's Mortal a, Kombat is he's a token Indian. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is slightly racist, slightly less racist than Street Fighter, but still pretty racist. It, yeah, I think that I thought that Nightwolf was uh, supposed to be a knock at the Street Fighter at a T Bird. Well, just the fact that it's like all of Street Fighter's characters are so stereotypical of wherever they're from. Yeah, they're all caricatures, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, by having the uh, stereotypical Native American was sort of a knock on them for that. Uh, also confirmed, uh, Takahashi Takeda, who is the one of the main characters of the Mortal Kombat X comic book, and Kenshi's son. And Kenshi rumored to be concer- uh, confirmed, even, uh, for the mobile MKX, but nothing about him showing up in the console version. Uh, yeah, that see, that's the thing that I don't like. Now, the uh, Injustice mobile version had two characters who were exclusive to uh, the mobile version, Static and Darkseid. Yeah, but Darkseid sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to fight you there. But, uh, no, it's like, I don't want there to be exclusive characters for the phone version. Now, it won't be, um... I mean, there may be a character or two exclusive on the phone version. I don't think it'll... It won't be anyone like Kenshi. Um, Yeah. I just don't want there to be any it'll be, exclusive it'll, stuff to that. It'll be uh, Kai and Jarek is who it'll be. <laughs> They'll be on the mobile version, and you'll be like, oh, I don't care. Mavado, Sue Howe. But Matt really likes Jarek, so he'll be like, I'm playing it on the phone. Fuck you guys in your Xbox. <laughs> Matt's just sitting on his bed looking sad, playing Mortal Kombat on his phone. <laughs> swiping back and forth to do fatalities. Yeah. That was the thing that struck me about the uh, mobile version was it said finish him and then it said swipe and I'm like what do you just like swipe in one direction and you do a fatality? Wait, do you? I have no idea. They that was just what I saw in the trailer. Oh. Um, they haven't they haven't released any other info about the mobile version other than it's coming and it's probably going to disappoint you. You swipe at your opponent's head and they cut it off. It's like Fruit Ninja. <laughs> so, uh. Ed Boon did say the game's main antagonist has not yet been revealed a few months ago, but that it was a surprising returning character. He said that back in June. Mm-hmm. Mike, any thoughts on who that could be? I think, based on what I've been reading in the comic, I think it's Raiko. I was leaning towards that, but after I saw the story trailer, I've got three people I think it could be. Okay. Raiko, Raiko feels like a good bet. Um, Just because in the comic, at least, Raiko's, he's sort of playing everybody against each other. Yeah. And I think that it's like he's waiting to see who's left and then pick them off and then he'll claim that world as his own, which has yeah. like precedent in past Mortal Kombat games. Oh my god, we're finally going to see him put Shao Kahn's mask on for real? Yeah. Not for just shits and giggles? Yeah. Not because he's just some asshole who likes to pretend to be Shao Kahn on his off days. Oh my god, Rico's a cosplayer. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Shao Kahn. Okay, Shao, whatever. Reiko, what are you doing? I'm working on my Melina cosplay. Rule 34, bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Reiko's one of them I was thinking. There's something to do with the dark katana, something about Sindel's power taking over katana. You kind of see it in the story trailer. I'm not entirely 100% sure what that is. 
I think that has something to do with because uh, did we bring it up on the podcast that uh, they keep mentioning the Soul War in the comic? Yeah, which I imagine is uh, the Mortal Kombat Four story. Yeah, and I think because they said that the story mode takes up right after uh, MK9's left off, which would be Mortal Kombat Four, but then spans twenty five years. So I think that you're gonna have that story of the Soul War. And then, like I said, the comic will bridge uh, up into the 25 years later mm-hmm. that you will play as, like, the second part of the story mode. And I think that's also where, uh, like, Scorpion becomes human again, yeah. uh, Sub-Zero is revived. I have an, a theory about Sub-Zero, too. I think that's way more plausible than the IGN video that kept saying something about time travel. I don't think they're going to do time travel. No, that... I think the, those guys... Uh, are sort of misinterpreting what the first game's story was. Yeah. Um, now, Raiden uh, is it, not traveling through time. <laughs> I mean, it's worth noting too. If you watch the intro, Sub Zero comes out and talks about how he's been reborn. So he's clear. This is clearly like the post Cyber Sub Zero. I don't think it's post Cyber Sub Zero. Who do you think it is? I think it's the first Sub Zero. That's possible too. I think that uh, like Scorpion was a demon that became human again. Mm-hmm. I think that. This Sub-Zero became Noob Cybot, and then through the Soul War, whatever it is that happened in that, he became human again. That's possible. And became Sub-Zero once again. Of course, we don't know... We haven't got, been given a name for this Sub-Zero, a real name. His name is Sub-Zero. That's all you <sighs> need to know. Sub-Zero. Subby. It's like, who are the two Sub-Zeros? I know it was Bihan and something or other. Uh, Bihan was the first one. The second one was... I started to say Lubu. That's wrong as shit. That's a totally different game. Lubu? (laughs) Wikipedia, give us knowledge. Sub-Zero and Wolf Appliances. That's not it. (laughs) That's not it. I don't want Mortal Kombat Refrigerator. Uh... Oh, wow. This Wiki, you're not helping. (laughs) This is great radio, everyone. This is fantastic radio. It's a good thing no one listens to this show. Kwai Lang. Kwai Lang. Quilang. Bihan and Quilang. So Bihan's the first one. Okay. And yeah, so I, I have a feeling that it's him resurrected from Noob Saibot. That would make sense. I could see that. Well, it would make about as much sense as anything else in a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. And Cyber Sub-Zero did die, right? He died in the big scuffle with Sindel. Yes. Okay. But so did everybody. Well, yeah, I know everyone did, but I mean, I wasn't sure if he died or, or what exactly happened to him. Like, this is Jax's daughter. He's dead. <laughs> He's super dead. Now, is she his daughter or niece? Or niece. She's his niece. Because they say something about Uncle Jax. Uncle Jax. But I, I, that could also be like a kind of a endearing term from Cassie, because she's the one who mentions him as Uncle Jax. Well, no, Wiki, Wiki says, yeah, yeah, she's Jax's daughter. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh. Yep. So, yep. So who are your other? Uh, I I had this kind of theory going off the the, uh, the book the comic book uh, what a uh, like central character the uh, comic book cannot be a villain Chris no <laughs> yes it's it's just Brian Michael Bendis shows up <laughs> wearing Shao Kahn's helmet and a pair of sweatpants they're like Bendis what are you doing here and he's like I'm gonna put Daredevil in Mortal Kombat you have to stop him um. Given what so a central character DC puts down a lawsuit because they're owned by Warner Brothers, no Daredevil in Mortal Kombat, and it's done. 
Oh, you hear the finishing voice? You hit in some buttons, and then it's just like legality. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that's sort of the name of the thing in the game. Anyways, given what a central character Takahashi seems to be to the uh, to the comic, I was wondering if maybe Cassie Cage wasn't a red herring and Takahashi is actually your main character, and it winds up being a possessed Kenshi. Which was given some credence when the screenshot from IGN from the mobile version leaked and Kenshi's variation was shown as being called Possessed. Wait, what? Possessed Kenshi? Yeah. Are you saying that Takeda is Kenshi? No. No, Takahashi is Kenshi's son. Right. Right. I got confused as what you're saying. Okay, so Takahashi Takeda is a central character in the comic book, obviously, right? Right. Okay. What if the I'm thinking the Cassie Cage looking like the main character in story mode is a red herring, and your main character for story mode will act, actually be Takahashi, leading to the final antagonist of the game being Kinshi. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. And like I was saying, I had thought for a while now it would make sense if they did something with Kinshi being possessed by the souls that he carries around with him right, or something right. going awry with that. And then when IGN started running screenshots from the Mortal Kombat mobile version, Kenshi's uh, variation that was being chosen was called Possessed. Right. Longshot. I feel like Reiko's probably the most likely option. Longshot but... is Marvel. He can't be in this game. Oh, I hate you. I hate you for busting out that old of an X-Men character <laughs> reference. I don't even get props for busting that out. No, you don't even know who Longshot is. Longshot, he can manipulate luck. <laughs> He had a mullet. A mutant power that should not exist. He had the ability to manipulate luck, and yet still had that fucking mullet. <laughs> he was still unlucky enough to have that hair. <laughs> I think that was the trade-off. Brian, Michael Bendis, and Longshot are your tag team main antagonists of the game. It's like the trade-off with Rogue, how she can like absorb anybody's powers, but she can't like touch anybody. It's like, he can manipulate luck, but he's stuck with that hair. That's his Marvel tragedy. <laughs> Such a tragic character. Yeah. He has, has to constantly wear hats. <laughs> uh, so that's Mortal Kombat X. I'm excited. I Yeah. We're probably going to talk way more about this as it comes closer. Because uh, like I said, I broke down and I watched the uh, the combat cast on YouTube. Um, which were... I, I think the game looks fucking great. Yeah. It is very pretty. And I the the story trailer just got me really pumped for it because I'm just I I want to see where they're going with it. It's certainly whereas the Mortal Kombat Nine story mode was admittedly kind of a straightforward affair. Uh, X's looks to be a little more in depth. Well, I, they were kind of a little bit hampered by what they could do with the first one, considering that it was yeah. just pretty much rewriting the first three games. Right. But uh, with this one, they have a little more freedom to play around with stuff because it's like the only story after those first three games that we know happens is Mortal Kombat 4. Yeah. It's effectively the the first three games being rewritten undid like Deadly Alliance and Deception and Armageddon. And we were all gutted about having all three of those games undone. Oh yeah. What? Although I do kind of think that's a shame because Deadly Alliance kind of saved the franchise. No more Tagon, no more Daven, no more um he said those Wait, names wrong. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no more no Daven more... and Tagon? <laughs> no more Taven? No more Dagon? No more Shujinko? Although Dagon has been mentioned in the comic. Oh my god, what if Hotaru is your antagonist? No. What if Havoc is your antagonist? No, you shut your face. You shut your mouth. What if, 
What if Moloch and Draman return? Hey, Moloch is in MKX. His head. <laughs> that should be um. That should give you all you need to know about Mortal Kombat X and its relationship to a deadly alliance. When Quan Chi, in the opening of his matches, carries one of the characters' heads around. Yeah. That'd be like if Kano came to every match carrying Su Hao's head. It's funny because if you tweet uh, Ed Boon and ask him if a character's in the game, he's like kind of sly about it and won't confirm or deny unless you ask him if Su Hao is in the game. <laughs> and then he just types no in all caps. Yeah. Well, Su Hao, like, we know how he dies. Terribly. Like, first page of the comic, he dies. <laughs> I feel like there was a meeting and they were like, what characters can we kill? And Ed Boon went, Su Hao. He just, just didn't miss a beat. Just please give me. He's like, can you please kill Suhao? We just want to make sure there's not a chance he could possibly come back. I think he brought in like an old uh, Deadly Alliance strategy guy. <laughs> Who can we kill? Them. This guy. This guy. <laughs> just take your pick. If they're in that book and they weren't in Mortal Kombat 9, kill them dead. But yeah, uh, Dagon has been mentioned as the leader of the Red Dragon, which is his story. Uh, Movado's been in the comic, obviously. He's not gonna uh, be in the, in the game. Ed Boon already said that. Rain was in the comic and also in the story trailer, but interestingly in the comic, I, I'm pretty sure Rain died. Oh god. I gotta, I gotta find a, uh, a forum post on, uh, Mortal Kombat Online about that whole Rain thing. There, oh. there is a guy, uh, one of the posters even makes mention of it before he shows up. Uh, somebody photoshopped, uh, meat wearing Rain's costume. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And, uh, said, hey guys, here's, uh, Rain in the new Mortal Kombat game. And there were a couple people laughing at it, and then someone was like, oh, wait until so-and-so sees this. And the next page, he shows up and just does this whole thing about, I can't believe you people are making fun of me again, and how much I love Rain, and he's never going to get the respect he deserves. And, oh my god, it's hilarious. Was he, uh, was it Kevin? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> yeah, he just goes off on this tirade. And I'm sure it's so hard for Sub-Zero fans knowing that he's always going to be in every goddamn game that they make, but Rain never gets respect. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh that's amazing. Um I'll look as, it up as I I'll like, send you a link after we're done. Yeah, I'm like searching for it right now, like I've got to read that. Um I, I think I've got I've got an idea here. I think I think I know who the uh Oh also the uh uh sorry to cut you off there. Uh the, the asshole the white character that we were talking about, like in the first first or second comic. Is it just a miscolored reptile? It's rain. What? It's it's miscolored. Oh, it's rain. It's just it, miscolored. It's meant to be rain, but they didn't color his costume correctly. Womp, womp, I read that in the forum as well. So, yeah, and when we were like, "Who's this white ninja that shows up?" and it's like, "Yeah, it's just a a coloring error." <sighs> um, so I've I've got an idea. It just dawned on me. I think I know who the main antagonist is going to be. Who? What if? Kevin. Just follow me here. Just follow me here. What if? Cassie Cage and her team of commandos go through and they're trying to like find Melina and get the uh the medallion. And they get to the end and they finally beat the shit out of Shinnok or Reiko or whoever the fuck it is. And they get the medallion. And when they get it, fucking confetti goes off and fireworks and everything is revealed to be a stage and it lifts away and they realize, and you're probably gonna follow me here, they're on a game show. And that's when they see it. Zebra. Seven foot tall humanoid zebra wearing a tuxedo. (laughs) 
Your final boss <laughs> is Zebron. You're welcome, Matt. Uh, I'd mark like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'd be like, this is the greatest game ever made! I'm going to sell every other game I own. This is the only game I want. I'm going to buy it on every console. <laughs> I'm going to have parties where I just show people the end of this game. Like, look! Look at the last scene. It's goddamn Zebron. Matt is going to leave his wife. He won't need his wife anymore. <laughs> Zebron is real. His life will have been complete that Zebron was finally in a game. He just looks at his wife and just goes, we had a good run. You can't top this. <laughs> I'm not gonna. F- I'm not gonna follow that up. I'm just. Oh, I love that meat picture. I just found it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Uh, go to YouTube.com/slash/JCBaggy. Watch me win the Mortal Kombat tournament, and then watch Mike be like, "I'm gonna beat your ass after the tournament and lose terribly." You can go to my channel and watch videos that are two weeks old. <laughs> Mike will return shortly at some point. In some way, shape, or form. He's like James Bond. He just gets recast every six movies. Yeah. I go away for a little while, and I come back looking completely different. But no one notices. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.